Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my love it here. I think this is going to be a short one today because, you know, I have been talking all day on different shows that are medical, and I've also got a bit of a cold, and my voice is absolutely killing me. Viruses, these things that aren't even alive, that get into your body and replicate, they're not good. I don't like them. And just as a side note, did you see that there is a drug company, I can't remember which one, um, that has a virus sort of uh, retrograde fixture DNA cure for a form of uh, muscular dystrophy in kids where they die by the age of two. And uh, so basically you inject this in and it goes around and the virus infects you and puts in a new copy of the right sort of uh, DNA coding. But costs, are you ready for it? How much do you think that would cost? That's right. We've got some very expensive drugs out there. Sometimes drugs can be thousands of dollars, even tens of thousands of dollars. This little drug, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, $2.1 million per treatment. $2.1 million. That's just an aside. You can discuss whether you think that is moral, correct, or terrible. You could also discuss whether this sort of gene therapy is the beginning of the end of humankind, as some people do. But for today, let's talk about something way more interesting than the end of uh, human civilization as we know it. Let's talk about the fact that uh, there is an article here from Electric by Fred Lambert that says that the insiders say that Model Y production is going to occur in, not the Gigafactory, but in Fremont. So we've been hearing about this for a while. We heard it on the quarterly report that the Gigafactory would be the logical place to put Model Y together. Putting the, the skids together there, the battery packs, it would make sense. We have lots of room. But it turns out that probably what's going to happen, I think this is still a probably, is that they're going to put S and X into one production line and uh, make that a little bit more efficient. Model 3 and Model Y could potentially be on the same line or on lines right next to each other because Model Y is going to use so many of the components of Model 3. So this is uh, super interesting. Also in this article, they talk about the refresh of the internal of the interior of Model S and X, which looks a lot like the Model 3, which I know a lot of people, a lot of people, I don't know what percent, don't like. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, there you go. Model Y potentially is now going to be in Fremont. Do we care? Not really. What we care about is that Model Y is a great car, that they do a good job of it, that it really is sort of that mini SUV, which many of us, like me, would like to get. Um, When Model X first came out, I'm like, this is going to be the car I want, but it turns out it's just too big. Um, I'm driving myself most of the time. It's way more inefficient in terms of energy usage than a Model 3. And the doors, oh, the doors, I could talk about them all day. They're just not practical. They hit people in the head. So the Model Y is smaller. It's much closer to the size of the Model 3. It's basically, when you look at it, sort of a high-riding Model 3. It's not really SUV or even crossover in the normal sense. It's sort of just like hatchback sitting up a bit taller, which is fine. That's all I need. That's all I want. I think that's all a lot of people want. Just give me a little bit higher ride. Give me that hatchback kind of thing that I can throw the golf clubs in or whatever you got there. That's what I want. But I do want, Elon, can you do this? Because when they announced, they said, and the range is 300 miles and there was a collective, eh, whatever, that's not very exciting. But Elon, can you just do me a favor? Give us 350. Give us 350. You got the S now, which is at 370. You got the X at 325. You got the Model 3 at uh, 310. Give us a little extra juice. Come on, just put a little bit bigger battery pack in that puppy and give us 350. Or at least give us the option. Why wouldn't you give us the option of a much 
longer range. Is there a downside to saying, look, for 10 grand, you're going to have a 400-mile range? People would buy that. Trust me. Trust me. I know people. Some of my best friends are people. They would pay significantly more for a 400-mile range. Why? Over a 300-mile range. Why? You could even price gouge just a tad. Not too much. Not too much. But do a little bit of price gouging, and I bet you you would sell a ton of 400-mile range model wise. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I've done the marketing, I've done the research, I know what I'm talking about. No, I don't. Oh, and I didn't do the date. It's Thursday, May 30th. And if it's Thursday, May 30th, that means that tomorrow, Friday, we're going to hear what the big reveal, the big secret is at the Chinese Gigafactory. So it looks like pre-orders for the Chinese 3 are about to open tomorrow. And that uh, there was this little thing on the website about guessing what the price is, sort of a fun game on the website, on the Chinese website. Try and guess what this is going to be. So it sounds like at least part of what tomorrow is about, you know, uh, pre-orders are open and here's the cost in China for the Model 3. But I think there's going to be more than that. I think there's going to be one more thing. That's not enough to sort of tease. And they showed a picture of something about the car. So let's see. Is it going to be something different? It might be like that they've just changed like the LED lighting at the front of the car or on the side or something that just looks really cool that says this is a Chinese version Model 3. I think it could be something as simple as that, but we will know tomorrow. What time? I don't know, frankly. I don't know. And lastly for today, a number of people are being concerned about Starlink, the number of Starlink satellites and the fact that these might be visible to the human eye. And this would be terrible when you're looking up into the sky, you might be able to see these satellites. And Elon is reassuring us that that is not true, that there is already many thousands and thousands of satellites that are up in uh, orbit. And how many can you see uh, with the naked eye at night? Uh, He says approximately zero. And that Starlink will be no different from that. There's just a bit of confusion because when they first fired them out, they were all clustered together in a line before they had sort of shot off into their different orbits. And that made them much more visible than they are going to be. They're not lit up. They're in dark mode. And he's like, everybody, chillax. It's going to be fine. We're not going to destroy your ability to look up into the sky. But what we are going to do is to produce uh, internet access across the world at hopefully a price that even works in middle and low-income countries. That would be huge. That would be big. That would be what I'd like to call large. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, my name is Mel Hubbard. This is Elon Daily, part of the Talking Tesla podcast. This is a short one. I'll talk to you tomorrow, hopefully when my voice feels a tad better. Herbert out.